If you have spent years starting and stopping diets and losing hope that dieting is going to work for you, you're in the right place. So many of my clients are binge eating multiple times a day and wondering if it's ever going to stop. They're tired of not following through with what they really, really want for their body and life. And nobody knows this feeling more than I did. This is Michelle Hasty Thompson, and welcome to Binge on This, a podcast that you can safely binge to lose weight. All right, today we're going to talk about stress eating. Stress eating is a common complaint of my clients as well, and it was a big one for me. So if we were to really simplify why we stress eat or what's occurring when we stress eat or the whole sort of picture of what's happening with stress eating, it's going to come to the two phases of the central nervous system, which is either that the body's going to be in fight or flight or in rest and digest. Now, before I dive into these two things, I just want to let you know There are more ways in which we respond to stress besides just fight or flight or rest and digest. We don't really hear about them a lot, and I can do an entire podcast on that if you'd like. Just let me know. But for today, we're going to talk about just these two choices, which is fight or flight or rest and digest. So what we really, really want is for the body to be in a rest and digest response. Now, in the back in the day, that is the only thing that would really occur because we would either be running from a bear or trying to survive. And then if we weren't running from a bear trying to survive, we were in rest and digest. We were just sort of, you know, doing whatever we did and we'd eat our food and we would, you know, I don't know, whatever the cave people did. Um, but there wasn't that constant thing of like, you know, now let's say you're driving on the freeway, there's tons of traffic, you're stressed out, you're overwhelmed, you finally get out of the car, you come home, then you start talking about, oh, geez, there was so much traffic, I'm so stressed out, work was crazy. So like, even though all those events have technically ended, we're still talking about it, we're still feeling it. And so that stress response is still kind of swirling around in the body. Not to mention, we then start adding food into the mix, and you can only imagine what's going on inside of the body in that crazy sort of turmoil that we're adding food into. And the body doesn't do very well in that space because if it's not in rest and digest, if it's in fight or flight, it's not digesting food appropriately, which means it's not metabolizing the way you'd like it to, and it's certainly not going to burn fat in the way that you'd like it to. So the ideal eating environment is rest and digest. And I'm going to give you the single biggest thing you can do to initiate that rest and digest state while you're eating. Now, I can't change your stress in your life, and I can't clean off all your stress and overwhelm. I wish I could. But what I can do is at least set it up so that when you eat, your body's in the ideal state for your body. And that magic tool that we all have, are you ready for it? It's called oxygen. That's right. You breathing while you eat, and I don't mean just unconsciously breathing. I mean deep, slow, steady breaths right before you eat. Put your fork down, take a breath. As you're chewing, take a breath. And what this does is it tricks the body into shifting into the rest and digest state. I have literally had clients lose weight just from this tip, 
where I, I was like, hey, I'm not going to give you the rest of the stuff yet. We got other things going on. But if you could just do me a favor this week and take five deep breaths before you start eating. And then every like three bites, just take another deep breath. And then we'll dive into the meat of this stuff next week. And I just kind of threw it out there. And I kid you not, people started dropping weight. And I was like, are you kidding me? We're talking about something as simple as breathing. Now, what I will say is that the number one way that the body shifts into fight or flight when we're eating is something that we're almost all guilty of. And it has nothing to do with the stresses that are going on in your work life or your relationship life or really outside of you. It is all about the stress that we create about food and weight. So if you're living off of rules and restrictions and limiting beliefs and food fears, there's a good chance that body is in a fight or flight response. This is why I kind of in the beginning when I would talk about stress eating and I talked about fight or flight, I was like, well, it's kind of hard to say that because there are tons of people out there who are not struggling with weight, who are definitely stressed out. So why is it that their body that's also in a fight or flight response is not storing fat. And yet my clients and myself, when we were in a stress response, the body was storing fat. And so I had to really separate that in my mind because it just didn't make logical sense. I don't like these sort of, this happens for these people, but not for these people types of scenarios. I want to know what's the difference though. And I found conclusively across the board, people that don't struggle with weight do not have stress about weight and food. So in terms of what's happening inside of the body, what's creating, they might have all the stress in the world outside of their body. But when it comes to eating and food and weight, there's a relaxation response happening around those topics for them. And so what happens is they have better digestion and metabolism and, and in turn, the body burns fat more efficiently. So we want to remove the stress of weight and food off of that eating experience. And so the way to do that is to think about you're going to get the best results if you're in a healing response. Fat burning, I want you to think of as a healing response. So then you ask yourself, well, how can I create a healing response within my body? And the simplest way to answer that question is to think about a child. If a child were to come to you and they were stressed out and they were emotional and they were overwhelmed and they were sort of just vomiting words at you about what's going on and they're crying and, and, and what hopefully what you would do in that, in that space is you would give them compassion and, and love and your attention and you would listen and you would, you know, be empathetic and what that does is that it creates space for that child to then calm down, take a deep breath, get in a more logical, rational state of mind, and then potentially have an important conversation or figure out what they need from that point. That's exactly what you need to do for yourself. So when you're feeling stressed out about food, I shouldn't be eating that, I should be eating this, why did I eat that, how come I can't seem to eat less sugar, why do I always want carbs, how come I binge eat last night, I feel so guilty for what I ate, all that craziness, I want you to really meet that craziness with a sense of compassion and kindness and love and forgiveness and non-judgment and empathy and just really, really be there for yourself and be like, just tell me all about it. What is going on here? Just no judgment, just 
let's talk about this with yourself, which I know sounds weird, but most likely the way that we've approached it in the past is just to kind of say like, you know, you are weak and undisciplined and pathetic and you should be ashamed of yourself and don't you want this bad enough and why can't you just stop eating the carbs and whatever. That's usually the language. And then when we eat, it tends to be fairly stressful. I shouldn't be eating this or I should be eating that. And it creates a whole sort of response in the body that's not ideal. So I want you to really think about meeting yourself the way you would somebody you love dearly, because hopefully you do want to cultivate a lot of love for yourself. And how would you respond in a very compassionate and kind way to someone who's very much much overwhelmed and stressed and feeling all the feels? So think about it that way. So the way in which we deal with stress eating is not even necessarily to even focus on eliminating the stress eating. What we want to start with is creating the most ideal, optimal environment in the body when we eat. So even if you're eating outside of hunger, which is going to happen, just at least set up the most relaxing and nourishing experience for when you eat so that at least when the food goes in, it's an ideal environment. Now what's going to happen as a result of that? is we're so present and aware and relaxed that we become more nourished, more satisfied, and we require a lot less of it. Also, because we're feeling more balanced overall, we're not we're taking a break from the fight or flight response, the desire to eat out of stress also calms down. And if you're still finding yourself in uh, binge eating or overeating, we'll talk about that in future episodes. So that's what we got to do with stress eating. So hopefully that makes sense. If you need some help with stress eating and relaxation and creating a more ideal, optimal environment for eating, hop on over to totalbodyhealthsolutions.com forward slash the number two. So totalbodyhealthsolutions.com forward slash two. And what I have for you to download is a meditation specifically to help you relax around food. Because I know it can be really hard when we are sort of fledged into that dieting industry to just calm down about all of it. So what I can at least do for you is have something for you to listen to that will just sort of calm everything down around food. So head over to totalbodyhealthsolutions.com forward slash two to get your free meditation.